Hello, people. Welcome to another episode of Bantaba Brunch. We are in the same attire. We're in the city is empty, though. If you're here for the se- from the first episode, you know. Welcome. Guest. But anyway, <laughs> welcome. Hi, my name is Alice Kanji. I'm Alexia Musao. Welcome to another episode. As Bantaba. you can see, like we said, we do have an empty seat. If you're back, welcome back. If you're new, this is Bantaba Brunch, and we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys. We have an amazing guest, David Nandwa. You know him from the previous episode. If you don't, maybe he's start there. Actually, they need to go back. Yeah, <laughs> they actually need to start there. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. For context. No, actually, no, no, no. Since you're already here, you can watch this. Then you can go back <laughs> to <laughs> okay, the previous true. episode. Yeah. yeah, but this is an amazing conversation, especially if you've been curious up to know about cryptocurrency, what's going on, what are these NFT things that people are talking about. We take a very good deep dive into it with someone who's who has experience in the world, who's tried, yeah. failed, succeeded, has built a product based on it. And uh, yeah, very excited conversation. Me, I was like in class, guys. Exactly. Like I've, yes. I've learned a lot. And yeah, because I know it's, it's, it's the new, it's not a trend. Oh, oh, it's the buzz. Everyone is it's speaking about it. And it's good to also be in the know yeah. so I can make So this episode decisions. can either convince you, probably convince you to get into it or make you stop being oblivious about, you know, block t- blockchain technology. Yeah. And but also, <laughs> again he also mentioned this is not financial advice so yeah. yep this you is know. just his opinion our opinion just educating yeah masses. just educating but i do highly suggest you get a notebook and enjoy the episode yeah <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you like share subscribe uh to our channel please it helps us grow it helps this ha- this uh bunch of a branch family become bigger get to a bigger audience as well if you're listening from the podcast listening platforms we love you thank you for tuning in uh make sure you subscribe from where you're listening from or follow if you're listening from those channels you know what you get it <laughs> you get it if you don't yeah. get it don't forget about it Just yes <laughs> also be sure to check the description box Ooh, there's the a lot of lovely information there okay see you guys see you guys enjoy oh special shout out to aura homes as you can see the background is lovely special shout out to aura homes for allowing us to use this space to create content and for us to you know be able to be here and join you guys uh, yep. this lovely day also special shout out to radio 254 we have a show with them every sunday from 12 to 1 p.m there are also our wednesday podcast episodes that are not on youtube so head <laughs> on over to our podcast <laughs> there's so much to guys to remember and yeah, but yes. productions behind the camera yes production. Production. and yes. shout out to you and shout out to us enjoy Cheers. enjoy Hello, good people. Welcome to another episode of Bunch of a Branch. Yes, we are wearing the same clothes from yes, last week because this is a two-part episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so we still have our lovely guest, David, here with us. Do you want to introduce yourself to the Bunch of a Branch family? Hi, Bunch of a Branch family. My He's name a is branchy. David. I don't even know what a branch is. What am I signing up for here? Uh-huh. <laughs> part of the family. Hey, yeah, yeah, I am. I am. I'm a branchy. Branch is for life. That's on that. Anyway, um, so yeah, David, David Nando, I am uh, the chief intern at Anicoin. <laughs> intern number one. <laughs> original. Original. Anyway, yeah, I'm the CEO and CTO at Anicoin. Um, meaning I write code and I also run the company um, and I love what I do. 
so very much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's basically. And if you want more context on what Honeycoin is, you should listen to the other episode. We're gonna send a information button right here, right now. Wherever so it you is can on go. the. It's up. <laughs> oh, it's up somewhere. Eh? <laughs> yeah, so right now we're putting in the information button. Love it. And yeah, so I think for this episode, we're just gonna go deep dive into cryptocurrency Let's and all the shenanigans mm. yeah. about crypto. I love but it. But before we get into that, can you tell people why we, we brought you here for crypto? Is there something that you do that's special in the crypto world? Mm. That we chose you, chose out, you of out of everyone. Out of everyone, <laughs> everyone yeah. You know? I think you just chose me for my looks, but it's okay. <laughs> you know? Wow. I look like I'm, I'm a fit for the pod. Um, but no, I don't think that was it. Um, so anyway, I'm both a crypto founder, so I've worked with like a number of blockchain protocols that include Stellar, Celo. That's both contributing to them or like, you know, going through these hackathons or like build sessions. Um, so super involved in the crypto space, been investing since around 2017, 2018. Wow. Um, and that's a long time because Ethereum, one of the top cryptocurrencies is only about like one year um, uh, old. old. Uh, 2016 it was founded in 2016. So about four plus six. plus two, six years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do your math. <laughs> no, just, I was doing the math. I just didn't want to get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so, um, and outside of that, I also run a company that is very much blockchain based. So it's um, it's, it's a lot of things. But Honeycoin also has a crypto wallet um, and also crypto infrastructure that we provide to businesses mm. that include banks, financial mm. institutions, um, corporates as well. Um, so I would say like I'm very much into the crypto space. And I think that's how you guys choose me. Or yeah. option A is also fine. I think <laughs> we chose you one, you're a branch. Yeah, okay, okay. So we, we, we look to through our audience. Possibly Tell us. your looks at yeah. three crypto. But yeah. even before we start, because I know David, please, let's not get too technical. No, let, not Simple. some people here. Simple. Simple terms, yeah. Can we put the phone on silent? <laughs> okay, we'll put the phone on. Okay, okay. We'll put the phone on silent. Do not disturb specifically. Yeah, but um, sorry, uh, what I was saying is because I know you, I know you can get too technical with these terms. Understand that some of our audience is fresh into this. I just want to say, <laughs> yeah, like a three year old. You say, answer some of the questions very. Yeah, I'll try yeah, my yeah. best. No <laughs> promises, but I will do my very best. To okay. Do. So, so yes. I think we can get right yes. into the most basic question ever. Like, what is crypto? What is crypto? So, I What's mean, the like, full name the full like name, yeah, yeah. So, like, crypto is short for cryptocurrency. And okay. um, I think the longer name helps to make things easier to understand. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like you have crypto, which comes from cryptography, and then currency, which everyone knows, like shillings, dollars, mm-hmm. ETC. Yeah. Um, but you put them together, and it's basically like, it, to simplify it very deeply, it's cryptographic currency, meaning, um, and, and to break that down, is basically like, can think about it as digital money mm-hmm. that is programmable so it's not the, the money that everyone knows that mm-hmm. you print in a central bank programmable meaning that it runs online it's basically like not the same way that you have paypal where you send dollars to someone and they receive a dollar balance yeah but it's actually like digital money that is completely online and internet based but it's not actually internet based it's network based so the same way the internet runs is the same way that um, blockchains and cryptocurrencies uh, run. So mm. it's like money that you can send, receive, spend, but okay. they're actually tokens. So digital tokens that can be liquidated for money that people know. For hard cash. Yeah, exactly. 
Okay. I'm also mini yeah, class. I'm yeah. <laughs> in yeah. class. Yeah. After this episode, I have to be understanding this. Ah, you have to. Yeah, there's no way no, no, Dave no, can no, be sure. here sitting talking and I don't understand. <laughs> so okay, I think you've touched on what I wanted to ask next, yeah. like um the difference between now like you guys don't call fiat fiat yeah. money mm-hmm. and like now crypto. cryptocurrency. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um that's a really good question and I think understanding that difference is what helps folks truly get why cryptocurrency and blockchains are exciting mm. game changing and to put it in simple terms the money that you know and love the money that's fiat <laughs> um and the money that's physical and is also digital sometimes is printed by your government and sure. it's issued to you as almost a credit or a, and deadline based on what a country's value is mm-hmm. so you know most countries have their own currencies other countries don't have their own currencies they use another country's because maybe the liquidity in that particular country is, is not um, as much to be mm-hmm. able to sustain yeah. buying goods and services. But if we break it down even more, what's money really? It's just a store value. Mm, and sure. the only difference is the money that your government prints for you is the fiat money. But cryptocurrency is digital money, which is a store value that is completely online based and decentralized so money that is cryptocurrency is not issued by any government Mm. um and whilst it may be issued by a particular person or entity anyone can mint it it's almost like you can print money in your house but it it doesn't have value but with cryptocurrency it's a digital token that anyone can mint for themselves and they assign the, or rather attribute the value of that particular token or currency based on a number of different factors so it can be that they are putting up a certain amount of money that is the regular and that you know for that value to be uh, inherent in the token or they are putting up a token and assigning a particular value of it based on an ecosystem based on some things that are happening around the particular token so yeah. i can give an example um dollars have a lot of value because during all of the wars that happened America was the one, the largest supply of weapons. Mm. And then after the wars, they became the largest supply of like, you know, goods that most countries were using. The dollar value went up and then mm. it, it used to be backed by gold and assets. Now it's not backed by anything. It's the same thing with cryptocurrencies. A token that's minted will get its value from one, the number of people transacting on that network mm. two, the number, amount of value locked in that mm. particular network as well. But the core difference is that it's, completely decentralized decentralized just basically means no one entity can control it or shut it down like your government can stop printing the money but uh when you look at a token like bitcoin for example bitcoin's value is based on every single person who sends and receives money and every single institution that holds bitcoins and every mm. single person that's holding bitcoin mm. has so an impact on what happens to bitcoin. to the network exactly uh. so it's almost as if it's now money that's in your control as an individual instead mm. of money that's under the government and uh, an institution's control but does doesn't that mean that the big shareholders are the ones that have the highest say on what happens that is actually a problem with the network but it doesn't (laughs) become a significant one because it's decentralization that thing i just talked about is what helps the network as well so even you if even if you as a person are the one who tries to buy as much supply as there is of bitcoin bitcoin relies on all of the machines working to keep the network up Mm. which can be run by anyone Mm. if those machines go down even the value of your bitcoin that you thought by buying all of it would you know help uh, even that when even that done. even that inherently doesn't help mm. and and these cryptocurrencies 
uh, contrary to like um, regular money, are capped. So there'll only be 21 million bitcoins in circulation ever. Mm. And that uh. that lack of supply. It's already set. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. set. Yeah, so it's preset. No one can change it. And mm. basically, what that means is the supply will is limited. Mm. So the value will become more, because then when all 21 million bitcoins are released and they're in circulation, I'll have to buy fractions from the network or fractions from people. So the value of it will increase over time. Because think about the unit economics. We have seven billion people in the world. 21 million bitcoins in circulation even if you look at one currency they print billions of notes true but there'll only be 21 million bitcoin Mm, and what does scarcity bring scarcity of course will just bring value value. okay so now is the time is that what's the (laughs) like is this oh you said 21 million yeah so how much has already been um (laughs) so the amount in circulation right now is I w- might get this wrong. It's four to six million, if I'm not wrong. Nah. Mm. Um, but the vi- the amount of tokens that are unlocked happens every year on a quarterly basis, but mm. it's fixed. It's set. So it's once a year or a particular quarter that a couple of more Bitcoins will be unlocked. Mm. But the really cool thing about it is it, it's, it's completely peer-to-peer. Mm. Like mm. No one can control when it will be unlocked. No one can control when it will be released. It was preset. It's almost mm. like, you know, how the world came to be, um, was created, and now it just runs the mm. way it's running. Mm. So okay. it's we, all, we all have our parts that and our role that, that we're playing. playing. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice okay. But not all tokens work like that. Only mm. Bitcoin is unique in the way that there's only mm. going to be 21 million. But most cryptocurrencies tend to go for that model so that at least that scarcity would bring inherent value as I invest in, in the token. So Bitcoin and crypto are the same thing? No. no. <laughs> so Bitcoin no. is one token and it's a cryptocurrency. But cryptocurrency oh, is the general term. It's exactly. almost like saying money and dollars are the same thing. So ah. there's yeah. different tokens like Ethereum and yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah, Solana, Polygon. Hundreds of different tokens. Coclast, Coclast. You're getting it. I feel like <laughs> before there was nothing. And <laughs> I hope I'm doing a good job of trying to bring yeah. it down to yeah. three years. At least. <laughs> so what would you say are the benefits of you know investing in cryptocurrency or why should I, why should people be interested mm. in investing in cryptocurrency as opposed to you know just investing like in stocks yeah. or you know those type of the normal the that's norm. a good question yeah, yeah. I, I think um the one thing to first of all clarify is most people think crypto and bitcoin is magic or some get rich quick <laughs> scheme and it's never that i mm. think um one think of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as an asset mm. like there's 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 some that are only assets which is um you use it as an investment tool and there's some that are actually tools for sending and receiving money like a stable coin which is yeah. basically like a uh, token pegged to a currency that mm. we all know like a dollar or a euro okay and so we bring it down to an asset the way you'd invest in land because i know that if i buy land in westlands in five to ten years time there's gonna be more people who are gonna live in westlands mm. and the value of my land will go up mm. so i i'm i'm buying it because i'm looking to profit from the resale value that will have over time mm. just like you'd invest in stocks i buy a stock because I know or believe, actually, I don't know. You don't like, know. No one knows. <laughs> you don't know. I just hope that that company will be valuable mm, in the future. Yeah. And mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies are, are, are the same, but one of the most amazing things about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology yeah. and investing in tokens is we are so early. Stocks have been there from for almost like, like early 1900s, even the 1800s, they had 
um, like a form of it, like a system. And that's what, you know, was born out of like the stock exchanges that we have right now. But we are so early and the time horizon to what will happen in the future Mm. is what most people are banking on. It's like the way our parents or our, our grandparents, they bought land that's now worth yeah. hundreds of millions, millions. Yeah. and they bought okay. it for like 20,000. And okay. so investing in it is actually more on the side of the oh. upside that you can get, the potential <laughs> upside. <laughs> yes. But it's also in that legacy systems and blockchain technology is like night and day. It's like asking someone, why do you walk if you can use a car? Or why do you use a car if you can walk? You know, it's 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 the it's the difference between how systems and and things were working and mm. and and cryptocurrency is bringing like a new frontier, not only of money but also of like networks and communities online mm. and in the digital space that mm. you plugging into and investing in is you benefiting from like the long term potential that you'd possibly earn from but that. Is it- I know a lot of people ask this because of its its new nature. Would you say that it's sustainable? Is it something that you 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 feel in forty or hundred years time it's still gonna be blockchain blockchain technology yeah. is sustainable to rely on for me to decide today I'm going to invest in crypto because I know a hundred years from now, whatever years from now, even <laughs> if I die today and my kids, my children's kids children's children yeah, yeah. get it, you know. Um, or is it just that's a, a good phase? Because yeah. a lot of people think it's a phase. A lot of people do think it's a phase, but I think it's the same way a lot of people thought the internet was a phase. Mm. A lot of people thought so many things. Yeah, yeah. electronics were a phase, and they'll just die Social out. Social media. Yeah. But if if we go based on history, and actually as humans we make a lot of decisions based on history. If we go based on history, um, we look at even e-commerce. People thought I will never want to buy something online. I always have to go physically. Mm. But now Amazon is yeah. one of the largest companies yeah. in the world because yeah. they bet on the fact that it's growing. Mm. And if we look at the things that people thought were a phase and we look at the behavior, the mannerisms of people, we look at the sustenance, the amount of value locked in crypto right now, it's over a trillion dollars. Mm. And big companies as well uh, yeah, yeah, are investing. investing. In it. And so that is what's going to protect it. It's what protects uh, you as an investor from the downside risk. I would say if you're investing in Bitcoin nine years ago, there's a risk. Only a couple of a thousand people knew about it. Only a couple of a thousand people were investing. Now we're talking about millions of people. Mm. We're talking about corporates that have billions of dollars in value locked now in Bitcoin. And so now you as an individual are protected because now it's almost like the same rationale of saying, what if the world is not there tomorrow? So why should I wake <laughs> up today? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. because all of us are working to sustain True. this world, it's going to be there tomorrow. It's going to be more valuable. It's going to be more mm. enriched because we're there and we're adding okay. value to it as well. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And uh, in the same, in the same line, tell us about this craze that people are now into NFTs. It's mm. like the thing to be talking it's about. The trend, yes, the yeah. trend. Are you NFTs? Yeah. You know, yeah. Sounds and then what's this whole thing? And again, same question is it sustainable? Is it a new thing? Or is it you know what? What are NFTs? It's the hype. Should the I hype? get into NFTs? Mm. Is it for everyone? Is, is it, it for, for everyone? everyone? You know, those questions. Hey, those are many questions, but I'll try to remember. <laughs> I'll try to remember. We'll all remind them. You, we'll so, remind yeah, you. I mean, first things first, what are NFTs? Long word and the boring definition is non fungible tokens. And fungible basically means able to be sold or traded. Mm. And non-fungible meaning that it cannot be broken up into pieces or, fract- or 
um, resold. The same NFT cannot be resold as the same thing. What that means is now to bring it to uh, a way that now even the, the branches you said will not be able to understand, <laughs> um, will understand is you can think about it as a digital signature for a particular thing. And, and when I meant uh, it's not able, it, it can't be manipulated or, or um, broken down, it's the same way title deeds work. So an NFT can be thought about as a title deed when it comes to ownership. Like me having a particular title deed to a piece of land mm. means that I'm the sole owner of that land, but it's not really talking about the ownership. It's that mm. the title deed reflects that ownership. ownership. Mm. And so NFTs as they are mm -hmm. is almost like a digital signature that provides a proof of ownership and a protection from fraud and um, what's this word that people use? Like plagiarism mm. um, and, and stealing basically someone's copyright or entity that they have. Mm. Um, most of the NFTs that folks know right now is the PNG and JPEG images that are selling for millions of dollars. Like, you know, the, the Body Piat Club, the, yeah. the Apes One, the CryptoPunks. And, and, and folks are now starting to think about NFTs as like almost, you know, baseball cards. Not that people collect them here. But Where like the money coming? The money comes in from the resale value. So that's why when you think about NFTs, like I said, they're just digital signatures. So like I am buying an NFT so that I say that I'm the owner of this work of art. Mm. Or I say I'm the owner of this entity. Or I say that it, it, because it's transferable, if I transfer it to you, then you become the owner of that particular thing. Yeah. But NFTs are very similar to tokens, actually. Like only that they are more on the representation side of things and less on the value side of things. Mm. And so the money in NFTs, when you're investing in NFTs, actually, before, one thing that I'll talk about in a bit, um, but before fractional NFTs, NFTs literally are just collectibles. So most people think, I buy an NFT today, oh, I bought it for $100, tomorrow it's $10,000. Mm. But on the collectible side of things, it's actually so much more intricate. Think about um let's say i buy that book from you mm -hmm. and i sell it to i bought it to you from from you for 100 bob mm -hmm. i sell it to alexia for a thousand because i i tell alexia i went to italy with a book mm. so now it's more valuable mm -hmm. alexia buys that book for a thousand mm -hmm. goes on to sell it for ten thousand mm. because she then says i bought it from david who went to italy, italy with the book yeah. and now it costs ten thousand yeah so inherently there's no money in that transaction apart from the value we've attached to it. Mm. So that's why I am always like so adamant in telling folks, like be super cautious when you're buying a collectible NFT. And that's like an NFT that you buy that's, you know, tied to an art piece or a photography. Because most collectible NFTs are literally just a digital signature representing ownership in that thing. And the resale value or the purchase value of it it's is subjective. It's subjective. It's to the, the same way... I buy a vase for how much? I buy a vase for 20,000. Someone else will look at it and be like, nah, that's 10,000. Yeah. Or like so when you go to like, you know, sorry, sorry it's fine. Yeah. Like you go to toy market, someone tells you something is 500, but you're like, Nikona to 50. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where that value, the value is very subjective and, and, and it's not actually definite. Would you say it's, it's, it's more sustainable to just go ahead and do the tokens instead of NFTs? Yes. As a beginner, get into like investing in crypto on the token side first. Mm. Mm. 
and then like when you're like you know super in the space you start to make be able to make uh, really good decisions around nfts as well nfts are an aspect of crypto and blockchain technology but they are not tokens so don't buy it thinking <laughs> i buy it now uh-huh. i can sell it later mm. no one will buy your nft <laughs> unless they find it valuable yeah but that's where fractional nfts come yeah in. i was gonna ask you because um we do i say we or you did a, <laughs> a, <laughs> a big fractional nft thing which was i think revolutionary yeah yeah mm-hmm. in the whole nft space can yeah, we yeah. talk more about what those are and you know how you managed to kind of get into the space mm. and is it something that you intend to do in a long time yeah um, yeah in a long in the long term yeah i think um so yeah like there's the fractional nft drop we did uh with dr pizzo on artists here in kenya and why that was so exciting is one where the second platform to do it it's the second protocol of its kind on the fractional in the fractional nft space um and what it's actually doing is we are bringing liquidity to nfts Mm -hmm. and what that means is before you're buying a collectible nft it has no value tied to it but now you have an nft that's tied to 20 percent of octopus's royalties on a number (laughs) <laughs> sorry guys actually <laughs> but just anyway. yeah so anyway yeah um and that nft that you bought actually has value mm. so the royalty airdrops that will be coming to all the holders of the nfts are literally almost now like i have a digital signature that says that i'm a holder of a share of the royalties for this particular song and a share of the copyrights of that particular song it's not to say that i own the song so i can come and tell octopus oh like you know bro Send me the masters of that song so I can distribute mm. it myself. <laughs> so what does that mean? Because I, I mean, I brought a fractional NFT because there was hype around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was like so crazy what, what, about this like thing. What, <laughs> you don't know what you on, did. Yeah. What does it mean <laughs> that <laughs> I, have, I have fractional royalties? You are blindly investing at least. Hey, you didn't consult. Hey, wow, wow, and you know, me, I was seeing a lot of people in the hundreds. And so, so how she's uh, like... You bought a stock when the share price was ten dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they, they the company grows, succeeds, you get now the, the share price is twenty dollars. Your the man the value of your investment has gone up hundred mm. percent. Exact same thing. The only difference between the collectible NFTs that most people know and this fractional NFTs that we're doing is we are now attaching value to the nfts themselves mm. and using them more as a signature for that ownership so that we can be able to distribute the um the the upside and the earnings in a fair and completely um foolproof way mm. so we is it like no it's gonna get blockchain in itself somehow no 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 so our blockchain remember is just where no, transactions I mean, sit like that connectivity like do there are a number of people who invest in these fractional NFTs or yeah they impact. become holders of the same token um mm. but it's just a new protocol mm. it's basically like as if we like everyone can paint but imagine someone who's been painting with um charcoal and now this time you add paint like acrylic paint yeah, to okay. a canvas so it's not different but it's different in the protocol so the smart contract thing that we deployed i don't want to use jargon i'm trying my best guys <laughs> that we deployed that now is what helped um is is more unique in that okay. there's tokens there's protocols but what we're doing is is unique in in that sense so fractional nfts are definitely better than the collectible ones in my opinion mm. but um i always say art and value is subjective 
True. Okay. Yeah. I think we have maybe three more questions before we close, but I think one that is obvious. So now that we know about NFTs or we know about cryptocurrency in general, how do I get into it? How do I start investing in this? And yeah. maybe you can NFTs. answer. And how does Honeycoin? Because you do, oh, you yeah. 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 How do you, how does your company come in? Yes. Yeah. So how to start? Um, I think the one thing, the first and foremost thing is is ask. So have conversations with folks like me, someone in the space, but ask with such a cautious mindset and um, approach in the sense that I that there's as much as there's a lot of buzz around the crypto and NFT space, there's also a ton of scammers. There's a ton of uh, people who are trying to like, you know, defraud you of your money. There's so many, there's so many bad players that you have mm. to be so cautious mm. in how you approach this space yeah. in order to be able to protect one, your funds, your investments. So ask trusted sources, do your own research. Like I would say dig in, ask folks who would be able to refer you to, you know, recommend resources, um, you know, dig into also like some influencers who are trusted, they're credible online, who are putting out content. Like one page that, that we're working with as Honeycoin and gonna be dropping videos with is this uh, Kenyan called Olive Nkirote. Nkirote. Yeah. Ah, and and yeah. she puts out eh. amazing videos. Yeah. And Watch she's out for so those consistent. For yeah. Coin, yeah. The <laughs> yeah. They're coming soon. Yeah. yeah. But she is so <laughs> consistent. And I will say this live on camera and live on audio. She does a more amazing job at explaining crypto than me in a way that brings it so close to home mm. for the complete, mm. complete beginner. Like, I feel like I could explain it to a beginner, beginner, intermediate, experts. But then I love the fact that uh, she she she's also makes it so fun and relational. So there's mm. people like those who you go on their page and you dig in first before jumping into yeah. like all of the, you know, I would say the complex things or like <laughs> the hard stuff about crypto. So, so the first me, thing I just is that entered into my fractional NFT. And you didn't even research <laughs> before even knowing what an NFT is. Yeah. I just I have one. So <laughs> no, but I mean, so yeah, like ask, okay. research. And then dig in. Like, I would say the first step is actually open an exchange account. An exchange is basically where you buy the tokens. Mm. Uh, and there's a couple of exchanges to dig into. There's Binance, Coinbase. A lot of people know it. But Coinbase is not supported in Af most African countries. Mm. So Binance is a really good start. And it's so easy to get started. You literally create an account. that you create an account on IG. Um, the first thing that you'll see on the, 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 the first page that you'll see is probably the markets page. And the trading page, and now you're thinking, okay, what is it you know, yeah, hey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, like, you log in, you sign up, at least one, like, you can go out and, and be able to say, yeah, even me, Nikon, a Binance account, you know, me, I'm in crypto. But after that, you're gonna be able to now, you know, go back to your research, like, yeah. start to dig in yeah. and, and, like, learn about how to use exchange, you know, look for those resources, and then you'll start to be able to even make those sound decisions. I, the biggest advice that I can say, starting an amount that makes sense for you mm. like don't think because i'm getting in i need to put in a hundred thousand two hundred thousand yeah. and definitely don't go for those companies that are telling you apana work a five hundred thousand minimum <laughs> will make you 1.5 million next month <laughs> all these ponzi schemes are not the way to go i would say do it on your own mm. and sign up on your own create the account on your own if it's a site or an exchange that you don't trust ask someone who probably does you know like I think the way we've ex like like grown as humans as people over time is 
because of the communities that we've built yeah. because of people around us mm. so online research would help but i'd say having these conversations is what truly you know helps Help. a lot of folks okay and then like do your now when you're when you're in when you're like you have the account mm-hmm. you have uh the tokens that mm-hmm. you're looking into now do in-depth research so there's sites like coinmarketcap.com which helps you to not only look at like oh this is a token mm-hmm. but you can look at like the whole time horizon of how the chart has been doing like the tokens fluctuations you can look at the number of exchanges it's listed on mm-hmm. you can look at the amount of addresses that yeah. hold that token and it almost starts to just lo- like it, sa- it starts to click by the way like you'd be able to now start looking at a token and you're like this is a scam this one makes sense mm. this blockchain is doing these things mm. or and that's what will now help you make those investment decisions but just start with the ten dollars and lose the ten dollars start with the 20 and lose the 20 because okay. i've lost so much money but i've also made money and that was because i was willing to learn yeah yeah so okay. don't be lazy yeah don't be lazy just start you like you yeah, yeah. yourself a thousand percent yeah, yeah exactly. and 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 look for that knowledge like, oh yeah and also like don't don't wait don't don't get in for the a thousand percent return get in for like i'm investing in crypto mm. and and the upside is a byproduct of it but of course everyone likes to make money <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah. You, didn't, you didn't answer a last question which was how does honeycoin uh, come into play. Oh, now you see. I love crypto so much. I just started talking about that. <laughs> but Pla- Honeycoin as a platform, yeah, like um just to plug ourselves. Um we the the, the app that we've built out um has been in beta. The 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 live version is coming out next month. Beta means we're only like allowing folks on the waitlist on board. But basically we'd actually allow you to buy the tokens send the tokens receive them and even withdraw them for like regular money so like yeah. you can withdraw it into your mpesa or your bank account which is pretty cool because like one of the most viral things about our nft drop and why we got so many people to talk about it is because most people are buying the nfts with the mpesa because most people they yeah. know about crypto uh. but what they didn't realize is, is we actually onboarded all of them into crypto because <laughs> then you bought it with the mpesa and you actually got a wallet address in return yeah. you can access that wallet address you'll be able to now even access the nft view it on your wallet but basically our app will um, actually allows folks right now as it is to buy sell send and receive um cryptocurrency tokens and also hedge them so you can actually uh, lock in a particular amount for like three months or six months and then we pay you a certain percentage and that's Mm. all completely based on like the blockchain and Mm. cryptocurrencies and that's an avenue that i didn't even talk about but um (laughs) it's for another episode episode. it's (laughs) like a one one stop it's a one-stop shop yeah exactly all under one roof nice you're even making it simpler yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah okay i think we're about to wrap up and i think i just have one more question not unless alexia has something to add i'll do the quick fire okay yeah one last thing is and keep it short and sweet short and sweet what advice do you have for one people who are still oblivious about cryptocurrency or nfts and or the blockchain technology and mm-hmm. two people who want to actually get into it i think you already touched on the I people did, who but want like, to I get think, into it yeah, but yeah. i think people who are still oblivious about it yeah um, i would say if you're oblivious um that's perfectly fine i think skepticism is a good thing um but don't let it hold you back from actually mm. um looking into it mm. like and and it goes back to a couple of things i've already mentioned you know asking researching okay. you know yeah. diving into it yeah but i'd say like um don't let that complete obliviousness hold you back just go on youtube man like i think like youtube university can can get you 
at least to the Some. door <laughs> and then like you know let 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 yeah. let the other stuff just fall into place so that obliviousness i don't think there's an excuse right now i can't tell you go buy this course go download this go mm. to this site and then you'll be able to do it like there's too much information out there for your lack of knowledge to be an excuse i think it's just about you getting started okay. uh, so just dig in um I will plug Alice and Alexia with resources that they'll drop on the bio, whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> check, check it out. <laughs> we got you guys. Relax. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and 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 some helpful links maybe just to get started. Um, but yeah, that's that's the advice I'd give. I think yeah. I answered the other question. Yeah, yeah, I think you answered part. it, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah, awesome. yeah, we just had a simple quick fire. Thank you so much for telling us about your, you know, your journey and entrepreneurship yeah. to talking about cryptocurrency. I think you've helped. I've a lot loved of it. it. I think it either it so you've either inspired or mm. it made people a bit more interested into this to dig into it yeah yeah. no i think that the the opportunity in crypto like i've seen people completely change their lives because Mm -hmm. of like just investing in crypto like literally someone who like they were in uni and working like two three jobs now like the guy has a family he's living comfortably and it's just because he took the step of investing yeah and not investing a significant amount no it was just a step of literally saying that i'm i'm gonna do this and whatever happens in the future i did it because yeah. i was just you know curious and i wanted to get into the space okay. um so yeah like definitely invest but this is not financial advice mm-hmm. i just want to put out that disclaimer yeah. like okay. this is all <laughs> my opinion you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, things don't go well then you say okay. yeah Alexia, that david guy analyst brought david <laughs> then you know i went i put my life savings in bitcoin of. boy yeah. and now it's, it's you, down you need to <laughs> take everything that pinch of salt and as you said sometimes there's losses and yeah. you're making money exactly so it's not yeah. Yeah. make money quick no nah, it's not a, yeah exactly yeah. Sour, okay. sour. Ready for the, it's, it's the okay. quick fire? There's, there's no pressure. Bring it the questions are so scattered. I'm looking for them, so no pressure. Okay. Um, if you could live anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. where would it be and why? Uh, Santorini or Mykonos, because based on the influencers who've truly, <laughs> truly made it <laughs> look like picture. heaven, mm. I just want to see how it is. Oh, and Paris, definitely. But Paris, I feel like Paris is very aggressive. Really? I feel like. The French culture. Okay, let me not say that. Okay, okay, okay. Like it's hard to. <laughs> you no, know, I. The French are very outgoing with all the things they like. Yeah. It's what like either this or my nothing. Way <laughs> highway, like type of. No, I like energy. I like Paris and I like France because there's there's <laughs> such a huge Paris. African community. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. So I won't I won't feel too far from home, but I know I wouldn't like the food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that a lot, okay. guys. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Describe yourself in two words two words um curious and clumsy <laughs> yeah those are two Double C's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice yeah, yeah okay what advice would you give your younger self um don't care too much about what people think dude uh everyone's living their life and in the end no one actually cares i know it sounds dark but it's actually very general <laughs> nice okay. if you could be an animal Ish. <laughs> animal. What animal would you be and why? If I could be any animal. <laughs> my dad. Oh, my okay. D- so my dad be an uh, can I say two? Mm-hmm. Okay, dolphin. Because dolphins actually use about uh, 25% of their brain capacity. Humans use about 14 to 16%. So dolphins are actually the s- most intelligent um, beings. Yes. Not beings, but like creatures, creatures in the whole yeah. uh, world. Which is pretty cool. Um... And uh, the second one, 
No, I'm not going to say that one. I'm going to say the, 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 the plan C. <laughs> hey, why are you not saying the plan B? You have many animals. Right, plan the plan, okay, I, I'll say the plan B then. I would want to be a koala. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, they look koala. so... Yeah, they look so... Like, they're such mysterious animals. I don't even know how a koala sounds. They're always in trees. Yeah. They're always so <laughs> chill. Yeah, yeah, they mind their own business. And I want that kind of soft <laughs> life, you know? Yeah. So, okay. I guess that would be it, yeah. Sorry, last question. Mm-hmm. If you've talked so much about crypto, jobo, companies, coding, yeah. apart from that, yeah. what do you do for fun? Or what do you enjoy doing? What are some of your hobbies? Oh, what do I do for fun? I know that's also fun to you. Yeah. So, <laughs> apart from that. Yeah, apart from that. Um... I really like, I love music. I've been playing music as well. Like I'm oh, classically yeah. trained, which is a fun fact. And yeah. I hated it. So I used to do music in school and would go for the exams. And it was always some old British lady who would examine yeah, you. <laughs> I, I agree. I did yeah, the yeah. guitar exams as I well, did, like yeah. three times. Yeah. yeah, so I did the theory up to like grade five. Um, but I love playing piano. I play piano in church. Um, I play guitar as well. And that was the first instrument that I started. Mm. Um, nice. And so music is fun to me. I used to have so many hobbies, but now they've just they've they've they've, they've all gone down. <laughs> like I used to, I used to think I'd become a professional skateboarder once. I know skateboarding yeah. so, sounds like such a it sounds like such a, a niche. Like no one would do it, but I was committed. And well, my there's a lot of things nobody would be doing at your time, but clearly they should have been doing. <laughs> they should have been doing it. Yeah. Like either way, I think the one thing that anyone can say about me, if if we know each other for a while. It's that I'm never afraid to try something. Like mm. if fishing becomes a passion, I'll even do it. I'll buy the equipment. <laughs> and because and I'll that's how people lakes. should be living. Like, yeah, just like do what you want to do. Tomorrow is not promised. Like, it's true. Like, that who says you have to have two hobbies and one career? Have ten Ooh. careers and fifty hobbies. Yeah. And at the end of your life, you'll have a whole collage with mm. the things that you did. And I feel like like that would also it makes you have no regrets. Like one of the biggest things for me is you know just in the end regret nothing and love how you lived mm. yeah the okay. good the bad and I the love that. everything in between who's your favorite um workmate employee just in attorney queen yeah hmm. <laughs> i don't think i have a favorite i think mm. for me i love all of them but like i have the most amazing team everyone in the marketing Boring. team is amazing oh, yeah, engineering they're yeah. amazing design um, so yeah, I don't have a fave, but I do think there's someone in the marketing team who is the most vibrant, <laughs> most amazing, and they are they're up there. They're one of my faves. <laughs> <laughs> top top three apple. Yeah, top three apple. But yeah, no fave. Uh, I don't no have fave. a fave. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that was just a playful question. But yeah. thank you so much, David, for joining yeah. us. Thank you episode. so much. Lovely, I lovely really episode. Yeah. You guys didn't ask me about horror stories. I'll tell you guys about horror stories in the next episode the next that episode. you come in. Mm, yeah, maybe. Tell yeah. us. Horror stories. There are many. There are many. But That's actually, amazing. that was one of the things we wanted to talk about. Actually, what are the bad experiences? It's just we are very limited on time okay. right now. Yeah. Oh, we'll cut it short. If some people here came earlier. <laughs> Maybe we would have had the time. But, you know. <laughs> I, don't know no, no regrets. I don't know what she's saying. No regrets. Life. No regrets. I'm just no living no life. But thank you so much. That was okay. a fantastic, fantastic conversation. I hope yeah. you guys have learned something. Or yeah. at least now you have the yeah. foundation. You guys something. better say nice things so they invite you again. Please. <laughs> yes. No, the comments. Regardless. Mm. I think this was a very fruitful conversation. So, yeah. Make sure you. We've even forgotten. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell your friend. Tell a friend. These are very meaningful conversations. Mm. Yeah. especially like he said the target audience is gen z and millennials so yeah 
the girls that get it get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and also you mentioned we'll have the links with mm. some resources oh, yeah, on the description yeah. box so be sure to check. Exactly. Awesome. I guess yeah. that's it from us. Thank you guys for tuning in to Bant of a Branch. My name is Alexia Musao. My name is Alice Kanji. David Nandua. <laughs> <from Branchy. laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. See Bye. Yeah. Bye.